We back on track. We back on track. We back on track. And that is your unofficial theme song. You're welcome. <laughs> this is John Ali, your host. Welcome back. You are tuning into episode six of season two. I honestly can't believe that we're already halfway through this season. Thank you so much to everyone who's been tuning in. I appreciate you so much. This week, I'm sharing my interview with LA-based rapper, the sexy and slick Rob B, a.k.a. Heartthrob Rob. He is the last person out of this LA batch that I was able to schedule back in March. Rob has been doing the damn thing for quite a while. We're going to get into his come up, how he got into rapping, releasing mixtapes, his plans for the future, and so much more. Let's get on track, shall we? Hi, it's John Ali. Today we are on track with Los Angeles-based rap superstar Rob B, aka Heartthrob Rob. Hi. Hey. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. You look great. Oh, stop. How's uh, how's LA treating you as of right now? LA's always treating me great. Yeah. You know? Um, it's backyard of my hometown, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, you grew up in San Diego, right? Correct, yeah. Uh, and how long were you there? Um, I was in San Diego till I was 22. Okay. And then I moved to San Francisco, was there for about a year. And I moved to New York. Oh, you did? And I was there for just shy of a year. Okay. Um, moved back to San Diego and then to LA. So okay. it's been like, So you've been bouncing around. I've been bouncing around. <laughs> but San Diego is home. San Diego is home, yeah. And your family's still there and everything? Yeah, for the most part, most of my family is there. Yeah. And did you like growing up in San Diego? I loved it. It was very underappreciated in my eyes until I had moved away. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up on the beach, Mm -hmm. like, is a luxury that few know. Mm -hmm. And so when I moved to San Francisco and New York, I was, like, kind of um, culture shocked by the the weather. Yeah, you were like, wow, I had it really good that whole time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But family life, like, mom and dad, like, do you have siblings? Yeah. um, I am one of five siblings. Oh, wow. Um, I have two or one brother two sisters and two stepbrothers okay they're all 10 to 20 years my senior though oh wow yeah so you were like the baby then yeah i was um a fortunate accident <laughs> aren't we all <laughs> my mom was told she wasn't able to have kids anymore oh and, wow and and then a star was born be it for them to stop trying <laughs> No, that's so cute. I love that. But I mean, like, home life was good. I mean, that's a lot of people in a household. Was everyone living together? No. um, Only my closest sister was living with us. Okay. All of them had already moved out and had their kids. So I'm about the same age as my nieces and nephews. All right. So I kind of grew up with them more so than my actual brothers and sisters. Got it, got it. And then, I mean, creatively, were you already doing things that you loved when you were growing up? Absolutely. My parents were super supportive. Um, my dad was an artist himself. Uh-huh. So he kind of cultivated that early ages of me. I was like drawing right. and painting. And then in high school, I was in Excel classes okay. for such. Now I'm a graphic designer. So that kind of plays hand in hand with that. And in high school, it was like where I kind of like took off mm-hmm. with like all digital media. That's I didn't know that about you, actually. 
go where'd you go from like graphic design to all right i think i'm gonna make music now well i had always been um inclined to creative writing and poetry you know it just kind of goes hand in hand yeah that art nerd in high school Mm -hmm. and one of my teachers reached out to my mom and was like this is something that you should kind of really push them into Mm -hmm. and it kind of led into like more spoken word okay you know and i've always had a a affinity for hip-hop you know um a lot more of the you know more conscious hip-hop especially in high school and it ended up becoming like a hobby that i would do by myself Mm -hmm. occasionally didn't really share it with too many people until i met my best friend um solomon ray who's also that's right solomon shout out to solomon (laughs) hey hey, poot um and we were just hanging out one day um sipping some beers in his living room or no sorry it was his kitchen (laughs) and we're just shooting the shit and we're talking about what like our secret like dreams and passions and we both like confessed to each other that we wanted to be in music oh wow and we're just kind of like up to like 4 a.m just like brainstorming Mm -hmm. and then we finally pulled the trigger and got in the studio and just like it kind of all snowballed from there yeah yeah but that's that's nice you met someone that you clicked with and then all of a sudden it's like we both kind of want to do the same things and you like encourage each other each other that's nice and solomon i mean he's like doing the damn thing as well yeah he's that's my rider man yeah, yeah. that wait so wait how old were you when you guys met we met when we were like 18 oh maybe 17 babies babies yeah, <laughs> we were running amok we were down in tijuana doing the most <laughs> really like, Actually, the first uh, night that we hung out, uh, the next morning, we woke up with, like, all these dollars in our, our pants. It was, yeah, it was, it was like, it sealed our friendship. Yeah. Oh, just dollars in pants. I wonder what you were doing the night before. A lot of, a lot of adios, motherfuckers. That's, for sure. that's so cute. Uh, and then you, you two, I'm assuming, started playing around. We did. Uh, we had originally started a hip-hop um group we were called the black market okay um and then we both had moved he had moved to new york and i had moved to san francisco um he had changed from doing um hip-hop to pop music at mm-hmm. the time and i continued um pursuing mm-hmm. hip-hop yeah that's just that was my, yeah. that was your thing that's what you felt comfortable in that's what you liked doing that's my love that's my yeah. mistress there were there artists, specific artists that you really gravitated towards that you like, like, I like, I like what they're doing. It would be nice if I could kind of tap into that. It was, can't lie, it was always um, East Coast hip hop uh-huh. influence. A lot of New York rappers, mm-hmm. um, Nas, Biggie, of course, mm-hmm. um, Shy towns Common. Um, and of course, Little Kim has been yes. an influence throughout my hip hop experience. Oh, oh, yeah, that makes actually total sense. Yeah. <laughs> A little gangster, a little sexy. Yeah. You know, no holds bar. Yeah. Though so. that's totally the vibe. And then I mean you've been officially putting out music, I wanna say, since 2016, 2015. Um, I had a couple mixtapes before that. So okay. before I ventured into p- producing my own music, yeah. I was doing the mixtape, which essentially for people who don't know is like you jack someone's beat and you take it for your own ride and you give it your own spin. So yeah. like I did a remix to like Rihanna's cake uh-huh. that really, really got people to start paying attention. Like a couple Drake tracks and it's like a, a Rick Ross, Nikki track too. Okay. You know, just like, and then after I got that response, actually I, 
right after I released that, I got a write up in LA Weekly, which oh, okay. was, you know, it was my first like debut effort solo, you know, uh-huh. and I do everything. Like mm-hmm. I write my press releases, I like do all the graphics for my stuff, you know, that's where the the graphic design comes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, that's helpful. You know? And now I edit my own music videos. So and then just kind of led on from there. And then I released my debut EP album, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it was 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was like that first like putting out like a project project for yourself like that process for you like was it a lot of like ups and downs did you know exactly how you wanted it to be or was it like something that you look back at now and you're like okay that was like a little bit of like trial run or now I know what I really want to do like tell me I was going kind of through a bit of turmoil at the point and Mm -hmm. I was in school as well Mm -hmm. And I needed an outlet, and I always find refuge in, you know, spilling myself onto a page. Yeah. And that's just how it kind of came about. Um, As far as, like, preconceived ideas of how everything was going to come out, I didn't really have a blueprint for it. I just kind of went with what I was feeling, Mm -hmm. and I felt like it just encapsulated every different aspect of me. Um, The opening track, Who Do You Think You Are, was my ode to... LA musicians and LA creatives, just people here, you know, I was bartending at the time. Mm -hmm. So being in like restaurants and bars, you're surrounded by actors and comedians and people who moved to LA for a particular purpose. Yeah, to pursue their dreams. Yeah. And so it's like, who do you think you are moving to the city that's not your domain to chase your dreams? Hollywood, baby, walking around the stars, karaoke bar, sipping whiskey sidecars, singing who do you, who do you, who do you think you are, some kind of superstar, yeah, you goddamn right, raise your glass to the night, cause if we don't make it, we put up a good fight, past so dark and a future so bright, and a heart too pure to entertain such spite, asking strangers for a light, cause he drunk off love, in the belly of the beast, couldn't stomach this drug, dragged through the mud, but still came out clean, and closed minds too small to understand my dreams, singing who do And then the second track is 701, which was kind of just like my bravado track that got ended up very last. And that's just me just flexing my bars. Like, (laughs) I just, like, I'm in hip hop to show you that I have that, like, lyrical prowess, Uh you know? Set fire to a track, set fire to a track, baby. Awesomeness, another classic hit drip off my lip. And if Rob ain't on the track, then the track gets skipped. Bon voyage, I'm on an ego trip. And my penmanship lit on an acid trip. Hot shit, I'm as free as a mason. It's the blunt blazing, blunt brazing. Trailblazing while you dream chasing. Y'all ain't doing Nathan, I just been doing Nathan, Mason, and Jason. Holla, Nick Jonas, what's good with some bacon? Trying to get down in a threesome. 
I'm with Jaden. You are what you eat, then you know Robbie Kakin. About to be as rich as a bitch, call me Caitlin. And still take the medal for the man I am. They wanna fag out the game like I'm Michael Sam. I'm leaving dudes black and blue like I'm Will I Am. Gloves off, going rogue like an X-Man. Y'all more bitch than my X-Man. Push a boss, flex fan. Passing out paper like an exam. Goddamn, hot throb, rob. Latin bombshell. And if God hates fags, then fuck it, let's raise hell. Fire in the flesh, tats peeking through my mesh. Only fuck with the best, unimpressed by the rest. About to ruffle every bird brain in the nest. Cause my bars hold weight like a bitch press. So that's pretty much sums up 701. It was just like, no hook, nothing but straight hip hop. And then What's Your Life Like, which is, you know, that was actually the first single that I ever recorded. Yeah, yeah. And people just love that fucking track. Yeah. And the video is hot. It's fun. It's so weird. I released the video for it on a whim like <laughs> six years later because I had recorded it. What's the six? Like five years later. Like I had recorded it right after I finished my mixtape. Uh-huh. And someone was like, Rob, you still need a video for this. Yeah. And I ended up shooting the video for it. Um, I also have a track on my my EP eleven eleven. Uh, <laughs> didn't even mention it. I'm horrible at like plugging myself. Um, called Robbie and Clyde, and that was like my you know like in hip hop. There's always like these love songs, you know. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do something like that for my community. It was mm -hmm. like you know we all want want that like that rider, that person that's like passenger seat, no questions asked. Mm -hmm. Like I got your back, thick or thin. Mm -hmm. And so that was just kind of me manifesting that. And well, it seems like the themes come out like really easy for you of like how you want, like what how, what you want to express, what you want to talk about, at least from how you're talking about it. When I have an idea for a track, it's easy for me to follow through with it because yeah. it's not, should I do this mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. is this right? It's, it's a feeling. You and, you to, and you just have to like go for just it. Just go for it. This track Gone was my like essential breakup track. Mm -hmm. I was going through a really rough breakup at the time. Uh -huh. And that was just me just spilling out every emotion that I had. <laughs> and it was very raw, very vulnerable. And then it ends with um, a rendition of Closer to My Dreams, which is a song dedicated to my late mother. Okay. Um, which originally was a um, poem that my family had convinced me to write for her service. So I wrote it, and I was toying around with it. And it was originally on my mixtape. And when I was on my way to record it, I had been like, I've been kind of kicking myself because you know when your mom calls you and she leaves you voice messages, yeah. and they're always like, "Naggy." Yeah, and and you're like, like, "What now? Yeah, what now?" It's <laughs> like, "Call me back." <laughs> and I had deleted them all. Um, and then losing my mom had like unexpectedly, I had been like really mad at myself. Mm. Um, so I was actually on the way to the studio, and I don't know what possessed me to look in my phone, but in your like deleted, there's mm -hmm. like a extra folder in there yeah, that I didn't yeah, yeah. know and I found her messages so I tacked it on there and it like couldn't have come out together perfect more perfect than yeah. that and that is probably the one track that has resonated with people yeah that made me really feel like I'm doing something mm -hmm. and it's also the first track that my family actually took serious oh wow you know what I was doing yeah you know my niece got uh, my lyrics tattooed on her uh, it was just like without even me knowing like uh, and it's just it felt bigger than myself. Yeah, because, I mean, of course, you're doing this music to reach an audience outside of the 
your family, like you want to reach people that you want to share your music with the world. But when it's like your own family giving you that like affirmation and, and kind of that stamp of like, we love what you're doing, that's even better. There's only one entity that truly knows what's meant to be. I know you live in heavenly. I live with memories, compose myself mentally. My heart needs assembly, but your grandchildren is where I see your legacy. Presently, I can't stand with a steady hand, cause missing from the stands is my number one fan. I'm guessing it's offhand, it's just part of God's plan. But I feel like goddamn when I find your hair strands. Death a part of life no man understands. So here's to a woman that made me proud of who I am. So I can't land with you on my nightstand. And I know that goes right for the rest of the fam as your soul rise i scream that blue skies with blood red eyes on my final goodbyes here's a word to the wise if you still have your mother never skip a moment just to let her know you love her because only in my dreams am i closer to you i said only in my dreams am i closer to you because only in my dreams am i closer to you i said only in my dreams am i closer to you it made me feel like the purpose that i felt in music it like solidified that for me. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. But uh, I mean, you, you for the last few years, like it's like the releases have been really consistent. You are at least visually like always doing things, um, and you're not afraid to show everything about you as far as like the body or like the mind and all all of that. It's colorful. It's fun. It's sexy. I'm just trying to project what's me. You know? <laughs> like I'm very unabashful. I'm very like unapologetic. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not always right, mm -hmm. but my intentions are good. You know? Yeah, um, but that's the point. You are the artist, and you want to show yourself. I also want to show that like you don't have to be confined to like mm -hmm. one box. Mm -hmm. You know, boxes make people feel comfortable, and it's really easy to get complacent with that, especially in music, because eventually you cross this bridge where you might be doing stuff for other people instead of yourself. And then it's really important to regress that this music is yours, yes. you know, and it is a secondary um, action that is for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So it, it gets really hard because then you're like, oh, I got to keep this momentum. I got to keep this trajectory. Like I got to feed into what, is gonna keep you know people talking, mm -hmm. but yeah. people can see through the gimmicks, yeah, and shit. So you kind of always have to stay true to yourself. No, yeah, well. especially now. I feel like now, especially in the climate that we're in, like with just like social media and how people present themselves and blah blah blah. People want to have that like the authentic connection with with someone, especially an artist who's putting out music, they don't want to hear something that they could get from anybody else. Yeah. They want to hear something that they could relate to that feels genuine to the person that's giving it to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, especially again with the social climate when yeah. we're in like, when we're in a more liberated state, we're okay with feeding into more cookie cutter, mm -hmm. more bubble gum, you know, because you feel free. You yeah. don't have to worry about anything. Mm -hmm. But you know, when we're in like, got this asshole in office yeah and, yeah yeah you know people want real because mm -hmm. they're not getting it from anywhere else i know you know but you, you, listen you're doing the work you're doing <laughs> the work for a lot of us but I, I also appreciate what you're doing because you're not just a rapper uh releasing music but you're also a queer rapper we don't get a lot of those coming out all the time and in the way that you're presenting it, because you're you're Latin, you're Mexican, right? Yeah, Mexican, Italian, to put it lightly. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's you're a mixed. Couple, there's a couple white things in there, <laughs> and like a couple like but, you European know, 
shit. He's a little bit of a bot. Yeah, I'm everything. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm depends on whatever cops pulling me over. <laughs> so. T. Um, but no, like, there's not a lot of boys who look like you doing the music that you're doing and presenting it the way that you're doing. So you kind of have this space that's very much for you, but also like needed and you're putting it out there. Like, do you sometimes if any, in any way, like make you feel more confident in the way? Cause you kind of do have your own lane or do you feel like you have to fight even harder to um, like prove yourself? I, I'm very aware of the privileges that I have as far as, um, navigating the industry it's extremely hard for people of color especially people in the hip-hop industry mm -hmm. to get any kind of recognition mm -hmm. from the music industry you know like i've been blessed enough to get as much coverage and stuff as i have and i mean i'm not gonna downplay my work ethic or my deserving of of that but there's a lot of black and latino hip-hop acts that you know they don't get they're you know, not they don't it. even get like the acknowledgement of like hey you're you are talented and maybe no it's true because i i feel like a lot of the focus tends to be more so on the ones that are kind of giving us like like you said before like the carefree the the sparkly pop like the catchy catchy and it's not necessarily the like let's celebrate the artists who are giving us this like spitfire verse or you know laying down all these bars on a hip-hop production you know what i mean it's it tends not to necessarily be spotlighted as much. Yeah, I mean, the pop girls do get a lot more of the attention, mm -hmm. but I mean, that's reflective of the music industry in yes. general and yeah. not just the queer community. But again, the space for queer people of color to exist in the gay community is fairly small to begin yeah. with. You yeah. know? Especially, I'm in, I'm in West Hollywood, so I mean, <laughs> like, that goes without saying. <laughs> you know, we're often intentionally unintentionally segregated self-segregated i'm mm -hmm. not sure but mm -hmm. i mean i'm such a mutt like i've always been surrounded by like everybody yes so i try not to think about it too too much too much yeah yeah no i mean that's i think that is a, a good way to think about it you you can't go on with life constantly thinking about that specifically um but no it's, it's nice to see and i think the fact that you are so liberated and you are not afraid about being like sexual and oh, um, yeah. you know and all that stuff. It's it's nice because I mean when I when I was like fifteen, growing up in New Jersey, and if I had a, a a hot gay rapper to look up to when I was growing up, I would be like probably like doing cra crazier things that I'm doing now. <laughs> so like it's helping. It's like there's being progress made, and people like you are only helping us like create more space for all those other, other artists to come through and yeah be celebrated it's been really great you know i've had a couple you know always getting those messages from people that are like you're inspiring me to look into music and mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i never thought you know i wish there had been more role models for me growing up exactly. you know otherwise it wouldn't have took me so long to really like get to this point you know because i didn't there was a point in time you know as an artist you always battle with like self-doubt doing it yeah. yeah oh i'm not you know i have all these ambitions for music but music industry is not gonna take a fag seriously and yeah like, yeah yeah look how far we've all come yeah we've got some great contenders right now especially in mainstream 
music so it's being there's there's a slowly but surely progress being made and it's like nice to see people like little nas x like get grammy awards and like all that stuff it's slowly getting there we could do better obviously but you know baby steps baby steps uh, baby steps but uh i mean the la- last song you released was with the collaboration with solomon right uh yes uh so it was me solomon and fly king yes i, I love that song that, yeah those are my poots like those are my day ones like we've been in this game for like yeah. since jump together you know and those are two <laughs> i try not to work with artists unless i feel like you know a genuine a genuine connection with them yeah you know i mean i I don't like to force anything, and again, with authenticity, I want things to, you know, come about naturally organic, and then to see this beautiful thing blossom from it. Mm-hmm. And we had done, we did a joint for my EP mm-hmm. called Block to Block, and mm-hmm. it was like a little Caribbean, a little fun, mm-hmm. it was just about like, it was like kind of like a ladies night type mm-hmm. anthem yeah. for the boys, you know, because you know, you know, Friday, Saturday night, you want to go out and get pissy, yeah. you know? And one like pre-drink and like so it was kind of like a weekend night with the yeah, girls, yeah. and they were like, okay, well, what are we gonna follow that up with that? Yeah, you like know? what what else are we gonna do? And then we did that joint, and and lose you... your mind has been really just a fan favorite. Send a drink with a wink. Hot throb, rob, cardiac arrest. When I float through, dudes gripping their chest. The beauty in the beast, won't you be my guest? To hit the dance floor and release some stress. Damn right, we getting right tonight. I caught a couple of these dudes trying to pipe tonight. Haul a couple of them freaks to the crib tonight. Guarantee we gon' get up in some rib tonight. What, what? Yeah, we make them dance. And we make them lose their mind. Everything will be It was like one of those songs that when I first heard it, I was like, I liked it from like the very first play. And you guys just like came together so like effortless on it. It feels like it was like those, like it was like meant to be. It doesn't feel like anyone feels random. It very much flows so smoothly and it's fun. And I mean, the video is super cute. You guys all look bomb. (laughs) That was like those two artists, like we just so effortlessly do work well together there's no competition there's no ego there's no pride it's just like you know we'll letting each other know like like what's this you know (laughs) sometimes they'll question me like rob what is this bar and i'm like i have to like let them know like okay like that's what this means you know and they're like oh bitch you know i didn't even get that you know because i you know i play with so many double entendres and stuff in my lyrics sometimes you gotta explain it to the girls (laughs) well you know or sometimes we just like I'll be talking reckless and they'll be like, what, the fuck? what, you, what, does, what that does that mean? mean? <laughs> I love that. So they check you. So they keep you in check. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Do you, I mean, that, that was like a couple months ago, right? How long has that been? That has been, I don't, I honestly don't. Yeah, no, no. It's been, it's been a few months. It's been out for a little bit. Have you been already working on the next stuff? Um, I have a single prepared. Okay. Um, it's really great. Um, I've heard it's my best single so far. Oh, okay. Um, I've kind of put a pause on like shooting a video for it. Okay. Because I want to start working on an EP. And I have a collection of beats of producers who sent me. But, you know, it's a hassle. Like I record, like to get down to record, you know, like you're an independent artist. So you want to make sure your money is allocated, yes. you know, correctly. And so I was like 
do I want to invest my money on a video? Videos aren't cheap. You no. Know? Even like with someone who's able to cut corners as much as I do, because I'm do a lot of the shit myself. Yeah. Or would I rather like invest in like building a home studio mm-hmm. so that way instead of having to, you know, wait for my engineer to be ready or like to get to the studio because you know sometimes that's that's a day and you know you got to wait weeks mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. for some time to clear up you can't just like hey bitch i'm, like, going to I'm trying studio. to get in the studio yeah yeah you know and be in there the next day it's like that shit's booked for two weeks out like you gotta but, plan it you out know? so i'd like to be able to come home and just like barricade myself in and just like lay everything down but you know, I want to make sure I have the right microphone and shit, so I can. I just, you want it to be. You want it to be correct. I have a. I have a certain like quality to my music that I don't want to infringe on. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. The hope of wanting to make a project is kind of like what you see happening down the line. I see it happening very soon. Okay. I've, I've already started laying the groundwork, so I've already started writing. You know, I have I have hooks ready for like three tracks. Wow. You know, and I have like. I have like chicken scratch of like bullet points of like bars and like I have like notes on notes and notes on my phone of like dope bars and I'm like okay this will this we'll save this for this we'll out yeah we'll <laughs> um so right now I'm just kind of taking your time I'm slowly it's kind of driving me crazy because I'm so used to like on it on, it, on right. next thing on next thing on next thing and. I have to like kind of remind myself like it's okay. you know because you don't want to lose the momentum you know yeah like, yeah yeah you want to be on every like you want to be on every month every one of your <laughs> monthly playlists you know <laughs> but I think this next this next project is going to be a lot more intimate uh-huh. I know who I am now as an artist yeah I know what I want so you got things in the works there's things there's music that's going to be coming you're just basically you what it sounds like is like you're planning you're doing like the planning right i want to make it as strategic as possible you yeah because like you know even when you do finish the single like there's like a two three month rollout too yes. you know you have like so many emails to send and you know you got to make sure like you're getting it to the right people yeah you're hoping that like you, you get to, the coverage you have to like give people time to say yes you have to give people time to say no mm-hmm. you know also like I want to make sure I have a video. I want all my ducks in a row because I've been in this game too long to be handling it like an amateur, mm-hmm. especially when I wear every hat, the business hat, the creative hat, you know, the manager hat. I think a lot of people don't actually know the, that with a lot of, because a lot of the artists that I, I, I reach out to talk to, and the reason why I do it is because a lot of you are independent. A lot of you are exactly what you said, wearing all the hats and it's not, easy it takes a lot of planning it takes a lot of like you know determination and a lot of like all right this is the game plan let's lay it out i gotta attack it this way and then what comes after that sometimes you know well it's like an internal struggle because you know the business aspect of you is like okay like i need like a couple weeks to prep this but like you know the musician and you so passionate and you know that creative is just like I want to share this with everybody. Yeah. And you can't do that, Mm-mm. you know, because like you very much share something and people are like, okay, click, you know, people yeah, sh- yeah. time, like attention spans are so small as fast as you can click <laughs> to the next story. Yeah. So. Yeah. And sometimes they're not even watching those. It's just like, boop, 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 boop. 
Yep. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah. You have to you have to plan it out, and I don't think people realize that sometimes because they're just seeing it from the perspective of like they follow you, they see that something's going on, and oh now it's out, and now I can listen to it. They yeah, and like they, Instagram, well, at least if you're good at it, you make things look a lot more glamorous, glamorous exactly. than they actually that are. That is literally what it is. But yeah, like people don't realize all that like behind the scenes work that goes into just like a song being put out, a video being put out. Oh yeah, like I'll spend eight hours on a studio working on one song. Yeah, you know that's just like laying down the bars like mm-hmm, that's not the mm-hmm. ad libs that's not like rearranging the instruments mm-hmm. that's not like the mastering or anything which like i want to be there for every part of it yeah so. yeah you got your your foot in all of it yep <laughs> well i mean like moving forward like even if i do finally pop that bubble like i want to have my hands in it like yeah. isn't that what we're here for i'm not an artist that like takes a back seat to his own mm-hmm. creativity mm-hmm. Um, but no, I wanted to thank you so much for taking this time to talk with me. Like, how where can pe- people find you, like, on all the socials? Uh, well, you can find everything that is me at my website, heartthrobrob.com. Um, it's got links to all my videos, all of my social platforms, all of my press. Everything you need to know about me is wrapped up in that one spot. Yeah, yeah. Stream the music, follow me on Instagram, like the thirst traps. That's a pr- yeah. <laughs> Love the thirst traps. Love the thirst traps. But this has been Rob B. Thank you so much for taking oh, Thank you this. for having me. Bye. Drink